Hey, welcome back to the Black Men Sidebar Podcast. Um, as you guys know, we talk about faith, family, and the black male experience, but we can't do that without talking with and about our black queens. Or, you know, white queens, that's okay too. But, just wanted to uh, follow back up with the conversation we had last week with my wife. Uh, we actually cut that conversation in half and really talked through, hey, what does it look like to build a marriage a house together but making our goals and intentions clear and not losing ourselves in the process so check out the podcast episode and let me know what you feel does that mean we okay with spending over 800 to a g on babysitting if we have a kid if no, then we still got to figure out the compromise right so <laughs> so for us, it became, yo, let's combat, uh, uh, phrase in our house is, let's combat the truth. Right. Well, let's combat feelings our feelings with, with the truth. truth right. right. So it became, one, we decide what our household looks mm-hmm. like. Right. And then, two, um, we do everything as a team. Right. So on my end, it was cool. Um, I'm not trying to slow down your career path, but I am going to ask you if we're spending a lot of money for this path. Um, why? What's what's driving you, right? And she laughed because she remembers the conversation. Like, what is your why? Yeah. Because we I can't, need to make more money. I'm yeah, too like, good. I'm too smart. You know. <laughs> Not too much potential like, to make all these pennies. Because I think what I had to catch on to, and it was maybe a year before we got married, I got like a big promotion, and it just worked out because... I don't think we could have paid for the wedding without it, on my end at least. But it was, a, okay, well, I got the funds, I got the title, but I still am not naturally, like, passionate about what mm-hmm. I do. I, would, I prefer, if I had to give up something, I would rather be where you were mm. than doing it in Charleston and being alone, but you have to finance it to go back and forth. So the biggest question always is, like, why... Is it that, and I think men feel that way too, while yeah. the woman may feel, oh, well, I got to give up everything. The man may feel, well, if if everything fails, it's on me. Mm. I think those are like those tensions that sometimes people don't talk about, and that's why like part of this episode is just laughing to keep from crying, where I think both on both ends, if you're not careful... Each side doesn't really understand right. each like, other's point of view. I can never understand what it means to be a man, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think we have this mm-hmm. conversation all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as a black woman, we already feel this pressure, this load on us. Mm-hmm. But I never took the time to stop and think about what it means to be a black man. You're like, yeah, you do, right? Because mm-hmm. there's been shootings, there's been killings, like... Black men are not necessarily always in the home, but that story is changing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like as the generations continue, like, there are black men that want to be fathers, mm-hmm. right? There are black men that want to be entrepreneurs. There are black men that want to do more than the past generations did, yeah, right? And sure. then they are also facing obstacles with mm-hmm. corporate America, mm-hmm. with being in a household, with gender roles, with, you know, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a man, yep. right? Especially yep. in the sense of what is masculinity? Like, yep. men don't cry. Men are weak. Mm-hmm. Men make the money. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. that's changing, and some men are embracing it and some men don't, right? Yeah, um, because of just how people are, are brought up. And I know we were always talking about like, mm-hmm. like man, that's sexist. Why would you say that? Or yep. maybe that's just, or like, yep. that's just being a toxic black male. And yep. I'm like, and I realize it's a part of the environment, right? Yeah. You don't have to stay in that environment. 
And that's true, but I also think it's a little faddish. And if y'all get mad, y'all already I'd know. I'd be mad at him, y'all. I don't like, really care that deep. <laughs> like, you can use this opportunity to send some who feedback. I'm, who I'm I don't know. But I think it's also a fad right now to use words like that's toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Well, unless it's verbally abusive or physically abusive, I don't always think it's okay for the ladies to decide what's toxic mm. in masculinity and what's not. Because you're not a dude. Like, you're not impacted by it. Like, we are not necessarily impacted by it. <laughs> and I know that's like, a hard take. Because, I mean... I think, I think... I hear what you're saying, but just, like, it's... Yeah, to... so when I say that, I mean... Um, saying things are sexist or saying things are toxic... I think there's some truth to it, but I also think there's a catch-22 to it where um, because the gender roles are changing is why some things now come across sexist that probably weren't sexist 20 years ago. It doesn't mean it's any more sexist then than it is now. It doesn't mean that a woman can't do just as much as a man can, but you know my take on things is always... If we want the equality, want all of the equality, not some of it, and then still want all of the chivalry, right? Because um, I, I want to pick and choose. I don't care what y'all say. But there it, are some days I want to pick out the trash, some days I don't. Some days I want right? to stuff. <laughs> I want my door open, some days I don't, right? Like, right. I'm going to pick and like, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to pick and choose. And right? you could pick and choose. But I think it's more of like, especially mm-hmm. from a Christian role, the, mm-hmm. how the roles were meant to be exactly. displayed, right? Like, yeah. we talk about this a lot, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily a man being the head of the household means that the man is financially responsible Mm -hmm. it's no like they're the roles are just more about the covering and what you were supposed to be doing right like yeah the the covering when we talk about this if you're not financially savvy right or Mm -hmm. finance or didn't have a good teaching or upbringing on finances like budgets budgets and things of that nature right i'm not gonna say babe you're supposed to cover our budget you're not good at it Mm -hmm. it's like no let's work together like i can pay bills i was taught how to do this like covering Mm -hmm. is different so explain in your view what that means in my view covering is primarily primarily spiritual covering right that i believe is still primarily expected of the man but it doesn't mean every husband has to be a theologian. Mm. If, if you, like, if, if this ain't no shot to anybody, because y'all know I have people in my life who fit this mold. For instance, if you don't, like, have a high school diploma and reading is hard for you, I don't necessarily, outside of, like, the help of the Holy Spirit, expect you to be leading a home Bible study. But I may be, as a, as a kid or if I was in a spouse mm-hmm. position, I may be like, hey, can you just be responsible for reminding us about mm-hmm. it? I think the financial side does take, for me at least, does um, weigh in. Like, you shouldn't be, in my definition, a scrub in leading your household. Yeah, but it ain't necessarily if your wife makes more money than you. Right. That that's unbiblical. But I would say that doesn't also take your wife off of the of the uh, pedestal of helping still raise the family. Right, right, right. That right. support, right? Like she still should be, if if she's doing one route, she should still be able to do the other, and vice mm-hmm. versa. If you're home and you're um, supporting the family in a day to day role, 
you also probably shouldn't just not be working. You can go, you have time now to yeah, invest in other things, mm -hmm. right? You could be working on y'all investment portfolio. Mm -hmm. You could be getting you a side hustle, doing a podcast. Like if you're not doing anything, and I would say that even goes for the wife, outside of the household, mm -hmm. then when the kids leave, you, you don't, you like, don't really you... have nowhere to go right. from there. Because, yeah. um, I mean, I, I really do feel like, you know, my role is something that I'm still learning, right? Mm -hmm. Like what it means to be a support system for sure in our marriage and that is something that i am still embracing and still discovering mm -hmm. um the, the word support right like mm -hmm. a lot of people like to use the word helpmate yeah um, i'm not a fan of that one mm -hmm. but i but, already heard but, me on record say the same <laughs> but support for me is you know the world is already beating up my husband mm -hmm. right whether it be work society the pressures of life mm -hmm. and if I can just take an ounce of that and, mm -hmm. and fill in the spots, fill in the gaps, right? Not necessarily always taking over. Like, there are times when I have to, and there are times where it's like, you know, where I got to be the Beyonce, right? Y'all yeah. see what I mean with Beyonce and Jay-Z? Hey, like, if I got to be Beyonce me, yeah. and be like, baby, did they mess up your order? Mm -hmm. Did you ask for cheese on that burger? We're going to mm -hmm. get some cheese on that burger. Mm -hmm. right? I don't mind. Mm -hmm. But then there are also times where I need to learn to be quiet, and I really do feel like part of support is a part of my prayer life, yeah. right? Like, yeah. The constant and consistent prayer when he's not watching or when he's not seeing. Yeah. Um, the the things that I'm probably seeing and I just need him to figure out and lead us in that direction, right? Mm -hmm. Or the things that are unspoken, because there's been plenty of times you're like, baby, going in this direction. I'm like, the Lord ain't tell me that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm going to have to trust <laughs> that we're doing this for the good of our, our, our family. Um, so support is something that I'm still feeling, definitely learning because I believe I am a strong, strong woman, a very opinionated woman. Not a belief, um, it's a fact. Yeah, it's but I've fact. learned to back down and ease up and, and yeah. listen and pray um, more than pray. Pray like a predator uh, upon, predator. you know, <laughs> on, <laughs> on what you're telling us. So. No, I, I, think, I think in marriage it's a thing where it's like, yo, how often do we, from an Americanized view, go into marriage thinking it's about us? Mm. Right? I think... It's this thing of expectation coming in. Like, even we were talking earlier, expectation that I'm going to get married and then everything I got on the plate goes to the wayside and it becomes about you. Nothing biblical about that, right? But there is a thing where, from the aspect of, hey, if God is leading us a certain direction and he hasn't, like, he's shown me some of it and he hasn't revealed it all mm -hmm. to you, then you're not following me because of me. You're following me because of the God in me. Oh yeah. Right. So I think I think is this, but it's this view where folks don't really come to marriage making it about um, trying to grow with someone. They come into marriage trying to, for some of us, just trying to get laid. Yeah, and yeah. then for others, it's like yeah. And I think for women, sometimes it's just the feeling of being loved. Like yeah. it's this. And it says some men too, like this yep. fantasy and romanticized view of somebody to love me and accept yep. me for me. And, you know, we all see the all pictures and the, in, right. in the videos yep. of the, the grand proposals and the, mm -hmm. the oh, this is what life's supposed to be like cuddling and, mm -hmm. you know, being booed up on travel trips and being in Jamaica and the yep. water and swimming yep. with dolphins. Like, all that's cool. All that's experiences. But it's also about filling a void that only... 
Jesus can feel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. I truly believe that, you know, listeners. Like, yeah. s- sometimes it is we want a void to be filled that no man can fill. Yeah. But that's what we want. We want the we want to feel loved. I think that's everybody's basis in life. We want yeah. to be loved. Mm-hmm. You know? But we live in a world where it's like, yo, um, everything is about us, right? From yeah. sexuality to emotional health to um social anxiety any of these kind of mm-hmm. things not to diminish that they are no they're they very are part important, of life yeah. or important but it's none of it is meant from the act the the game plan of serving others right even like what you were just saying all of those things were things that are about me mm-hmm. and what and i how want I to feel manage and how I, I feel and then when you get into marriage you're like no this is a whole nother individual Right, um, and this individual—they don't go home, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. If y'all think about getting married, they don't. They <laughs> never go home. His mama told me that she before did. we got married. She's she like, did. I just want you to know they don't go home. And I was like, I stood there, y'all, and I was like, Oh shoot, oh, he really is. They here. really don't. They really don't go home. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. But it's it's real. it is about us, you know. Yeah. But I think it's too where um, if you think the person you married is gonna be the same person throughout your whole marriage mm-hmm. you realize quickly they're not right yes. you married they were you married their representative first off mm-hmm. then second off once like you married for a little while they change and they grow so for us dudes we real simple we like yo last week you said it was cool to put the shoes right here <laughs> this week you telling me nah you ain't never want no shoes right here it's clutter everywhere. We, <laughs> <laughs> like, we debriefing while we talking. Like right. Um, so, I think it's like understanding you growing with another person and they're watching you grow as well and meeting them where they at. But that's not really the popular opinion. Mm-hmm. The popular opinion right now is like, if you don't like it, then just, you know, leave because they're not, they not supporting you the way you need to or whatever else. Like, almost people look for a reason to, to bounce. Um, that's true and you know what it was really cool because um no i shouldn't have to say that Mm -hmm. if i got to say that then it's a problem right that's my problem and we're like but we can't read your mind (laughs) and we obviously read your mind wrong when we try you just gotta tell us um and i think y'all don't believe us until something actually happens i'm like you really didn't pick it up you really did not get that like (laughs) Make oh, it man. make sense. How did you not understand that right? that's what I meant? Right. You know? yeah, but I think, unfortunately, that's the nature of growing with people. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a marriage or it's just a regular relationship, um, being vulnerable as a dude enough to be like, yo, when you do this, this makes me feel some type of way, mm-hmm. is a skill set in marriage. And if you don't figure it out, it's just going to be a drag. Right, and as women, being vulnerable enough sometimes to just be like, "Yo, like I really need you around," um, speaks volumes to dudes. Because in all honesty, when dudes cheat, if we being real, it's because the girl or guy, it is twenty twenty one, that they cheated with and did something outside of their spouse gave them affection that they weren't getting from home right and the the key is it's not that they're not getting affection 
they're not getting the affection that they're actually looking for. And that's where the dudes sometimes got to do better at communicating. But it's like, and it's not to let them off the hook. It is the door is now open because communication isn't working. Right. And then communication, right. I mean, if you think about it, communication one-on-one, it is somebody receiving, mm-hmm. right, and then being um, the person who is giving. But it has to yeah. be back. You actually have to listen. Yeah. You can't just be like, uh-huh, okay, whatever. You tripping, right? Like, mm-hmm. you are, like yep. if you already have this defensive mindset on, you can't grow. You are stuck, like. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be able to listen. And, and not just listen, but try to understand. Yeah. Right? Like, I will be the first to tell y'all. I don't always be understanding where my husband be coming from. You know. I really be like, what? Huh? I'd be like, like, I laid it out I'm on just, a silver platter. Like, what? And you still ain't <laughs> get it? Were you listening? <laughs> like, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> But, because, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I asked, okay, I don't know if y'all watched the movie Malcolm and Marie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was in my feelings that weekend. I was gone. I don't know where he was at, but he I was, was watching it. He's in Charleston, right? So, I'm watching it, and I was like, man, yo, am I a gaslighter? Right? Like, and, and I, because I, I really understood where Malcolm, not uh-huh. Marie, y'all, I understood where Malcolm was coming from, right? Like, looking at Marie, like, she was crazy, because I really felt like this girl was crazy. Uh-huh. And I had to reflect, y'all, like, yo, do I be doing this to my husband? Do I be gaslighting him? Like, on the real, like, I'm talking to my friends and everything, like, yo, I think I'm a gaslighter, y'all, mm-hmm. like, because I, I realized, like, I, I, and he brought up a situation where I was just not empathetic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I could see everybody else's viewpoint but his. Mm-hmm. Or, like, try to be the media- mediator and see all the sides mm-hmm. and not necessarily lean into where he- how he was feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, so when he says stuff to me, I really don't be getting it because I, I realize what I'm trying to do is just to see all perspective instead of empathizing mm-hmm. and understanding his own perspective, right? Yep. But and vice versa, I want him to do that for me. I want him yep. to take my side when I'm going she to something do. at work or, she you do. know, I'm like, I don't care about what Susan did at work. <laughs> what about what I did? Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at, I don't care. I don't want to be the bigger person, right? Like, and I'm like, shot. I don't need, I don't need a, I don't a solution. Need you to, you I don't need give me a solution. I, I don't want need you to listen to, to me. give me their point of view. I just need you to <laughs> say, tell I'm me right. Susie was wrong. That's it. That's oh, all right. But I couldn't do that for him. And so yep. literally in this moment of growth, I'm like, Ooh. Yo, I'm, I'm probably a gaslighter. Uh-huh. But, yeah. And then even my part is, because as a husband, you're like, oh, I don't want her to think she a gaslighter. <laughs> but you sitting there like, but sometimes you are a gaslighter. <laughs> I just didn't know there was a word, word for it. it. And I'm probably still using it out of context, <laughs> y'all. So correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, since, since, since a pose. Let yeah. me know if you think Erica a gaslighter. I probably But no, I think it's a thing where... The bigger piece of it is, do we go into marriage thinking to serve or Mm. to be served? Mm -hmm. And if you go in to be served, you've come into marriage with a very self-centered point of view. Oh, yeah. If you do that with even any relationship, you're only coming into a relationship for what you get out of it. If you come to a church and you only come in to hear the word and hear some good worship, but you ain't never going to help. When they need help with set up, like you have a very selfish worldview, um, and I think it's dangerous when mm-hmm. it comes to marriage because we just live in a culture where if it don't fit me, I'ma just leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why people have so much issues with commitment, right? 
or if it's not about me, right? Like, mm -hmm. from my perspective, if you're not always, you know, giving me money, rubbing mm -hmm. my feet, mm -hmm. you know, pleasing me in the bedroom, like, yep. you know, it, it starts to become a conditional love. Like, well, you've always done this. Why not mm -hmm. now? And on the, for some men, like, not oh, you're not cooking me dinner or mm -hmm. complimenting me oh, or, yeah, yeah. or whatever your love language is, you mm -hmm. know, if they have a week or a moment when they stop, mm -hmm. like, are we stopping and looking at, like, how is my husband's or my wife's week mm -hmm. or are we looking at like what they didn't do for me in this week yeah. right and that's something that i have to reflect it reflect on like yeah you know we're only human mm -hmm. i look at my husband yes i believe he is luke cage the most handsomest person in the world the mm -hmm. you know a strong man Tell you know just oh he's just oh he's just delicious y'all mm -hmm. right just a whole chocolate drop yeah, but he has kids they're gonna be they're gonna be messed up in the brain <sighs> they really are so but but he, but he's only man. He can yeah. only do so much. And so that week where he quote unquote lets me down, it is, mm -hmm. he is on 3%, mm -hmm. right? And so I can look at the, well, you ain't crank up my car mm -hmm. like you did the other day. You know, it's still cold outside. <laughs> well, you ain't taking out, you know, Grandma Shelby this morning. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like, again, uh, the heart of, heart of serving, heart of sacrifices. Yeah. Okay. He didn't do it, but what can I do for him? Yeah. Right. Like how can... I encourage my husband. How can I pray for him? How mm -hmm. can I uplift him? Mm -hmm. um, you know, when he doesn't have anything. Yeah, I think too, when you're not careful, if you go in with that mindset, you come into marriage trigger happy, mm -hmm. right? Waiting for the person to mess up. Like, even with the car situation, the funniest factor with us was um, in the back of my head, I'm like, the minute I drop the ball, then everybody's gonna forget all the good stuff you do, mm -hmm. right? Or the minute you can't make it to the soccer game, then now you. You know, you, you, um, the bee's knees, like, don't even, don't even talk to me, bruh. But, like, uh, with us, it was simply, like, I think I, I breathed hard when she asked oh, yeah, me about the keys. And I was joking. That was the ironic part. Because I had just got pulled up a work computer. I worked from home on the couch, you know, getting situated. <laughs> And it was just like the timing was hilarious to me. Just don't like, do it. Just don't do it then. And then she, yeah, she, she, she come down the stairs. The key's on the way by the door. The key's <laughs> closer to me. No, I do it myself. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I literally just had to, I had to, I had to jack her up. Not literally, but just be like, look, no, we're not going to do this. <laughs> just joking with you. Go upstairs and get ready. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, no, no, don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Because you're not going <laughs> to go to work with that whole mood. Like, no, no, we're not doing that. But I think. Sometimes it just comes down to, yo, um, how am I generally sacrificing as Christ sacrificed for the church in my marriage? Even when I don't feel like I'm getting the same thing back. Because one thing we'll say is, is marriage isn't contractual, even though the world will try to make it that. It's covenant. Mm -hmm. And covenant mean I still give 100%, yeah. even when I only get 1.5. And y'all, she not giving me 1.5. So I'm about to say, that. he better not be lined but, up on this You side. know, um, but, but I think, yeah. I think, no, you good, you good. But I was going to say, let's talk about the, the line that I hate the most. Uh -huh. Happy, um, happy, happy wife, wife, happy, happy life. life. I hate that uh, language I, so I, much I, because I believe I, in I, happy spouse happy house right mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it should not just be about the woman and i know men give so much to us but yeah. women we need to make our men feel like the kings of our household so yeah. i hate 
Hey, loathe. She loathes it, yo. Happy life, happy wife, happy life. Nah, for sure. But I think also the struggle there is, yo, is it a lie? Yes. Mm. Because if it's not happy spouse, happy house, the, the man will walk out. He will leave, right? Like, men want to, like you said, men want to feel needed, mm-hmm. want to feel like they are adding something to mm-hmm. or contributing mm-hmm. to the household, mm-hmm. right? So All of the older married men, like, shot, chill, bro. No, no, but, because yeah. it's true, right? Like, yeah. I feel like divorce, especially if a man wants to leave the situation, yeah. it is because you were not happy in some way. And not to say that the woman, because yeah. sometimes it is selfish desires, yeah, right? You yeah, didn't communicate sure. with your sure. with your spouse what you wanted, but mm-hmm. it should still be happy spouse, happy house. No, 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 I agree with you there. Even to because I'm reading a book right now, it isn't always that scenario. Sometimes there's such a high view of sexual life going mm-hmm. into marriage or finances and mm-hmm. security or any of this kind of stuff. That a person who doesn't meet this, like, I remember that movie, it was Nobody's Food, this checklist mm-hmm. of things that they're looking for, like, then they're ready to bounce. But I also think, and this is where I'm like, and maybe I'm, I'm being a little harsh, I think there's a, a level of truth when it comes to the daily household. Now, long term... I'm like, yeah, no, long term, if you ain't happy, brother, you're not going to stay. I don't care what nobody say. And that's where it becomes a fallacy. But short term, um, a good example would be us, right? Um, it is what it is, right? Um, all women like the house to look a certain way. I'm oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I've been told to not use all. It's not all. The so majority, majority of women... And even if they don't on a regular, when people come over, they switch. They they present. Yes, they are not gonna be talking about me. See, talk that's why my house is clean. But they want their house to look a certain way. <laughs> they want if it's furniture, they want everything to match. It's color coordinated. Tacky, and y'all can send you your hate email if you need to. Because y'all just be having to. a whole futon and one little lounge chair and think that's okay. That's but that's okay. where the irony is: is that some women will call themselves a minimalist, but most dudes are a minimalist. <laughs> we need a bed sleeping. A pot to cook with and a Just skillet and uh some um a shower curtain. Not even a nice shower curtain. We just need the one to catch yeah, the wall. Yeah, got the two dollar one. Yep. clear. That's all you need, right? But us, until we're married, it's like, oh, this is nice. Okay, yeah, 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 cool, right? Yeah. Um, but I think it's a thing of, at the end of the day, when it comes to the daily household, if your wife doesn't feel a level of security. Mm-hmm. A joy about being there, then no one in the house is mm-hmm. going to feel yeah. joy, right? And I think that goes both ways. That's why I don't disagree with the happy spouse, happy house. <laughs> I think it's weighted more when it mm-hmm. comes to the wife, right? That's all, which is where I think we are better at swerving until we didn't had enough. Yeah, but y'all starting to get a little bit and I ain't know, saying needy all. up I ain't there, saying, you know, right. having little expectations you, too. Like, as we ooh, should. You cook hot dogs again? As for we pork. should. Look, my dad used to be like, you made a wrap? And you be looking like, <laughs> oh, not the wrap. Right? Look, you know, so y'all yeah. starting to get a little, as we, which the, we probably you know. should have been for a while, right? Well, we all will still be neck bones and collard greens and have high blood pressure and cholesterol problems, right? <laughs> But I think it's a thing where 
it's weighted a little bit more on the day to day on the woman's side because for y'all, most of you guys, you ladies, your household is a is a sanctuary. Mm. For most of us, we expect our household to not be. At least when we're married. Mm -hmm. Now we realize after a while it still can be. So I'm gonna get a man cave. Mm -hmm. Some actually like what his wife is doing to the house, which is the better some route of them, to go. Some of them do it. Do you the know, some of them do it, right? They, they, they get the grass and all yeah. of that. But I think when your house is in a sanctuary, then yeah, you want to be sure the wife's sanctuary is intact. Because if not, you now got another problem to fix when you come home. But I don't think that dudes don't want need some type of joy at the house. Because if not, they're gonna sit in the driveway. <laughs> And be like, ah. I guess I go in this little right I guess I go in the house. <laughs> you have been there trying to have a long conversation in the car, so you gotta come through. All right? But no, I think the other thing, too, we'll talk about it, then we'll jump um, with this episode, is the idea of um, when you get married, uh -huh. you tied down now. And you don't have a life, yeah. and like, what's your <laughs> thoughts? You just stay up in the house. No, it's home. yes and no. Like, yeah. I tell all my friends, right? Like, marriage is fun. Yeah. Okay, so first and foremost, a lot of people don't even believe I'm married, right? Like, they, they if they ain't see me, on if, they, if they've never seen Shad or seen me with Shad, like, yep. I, I don't, I don't say I don't talk about my husband, but. Mm -hmm. He is not my primary topic off the cusp. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love him. I am proud. I am honored to be his wife. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm still an individual, right? But this idea of, like, marriage is wacky, tied down, you don't do nothing. I think it's a lie. Like, I'm mm -hmm. married to my best friend. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even really broadcast my life on Facebook and Instagram. She so, I'm just, not, I'm just not that type of person to broadcast what we're going to be Nor doing. Nor does she want it to be broadcast by the no, other person. because y'all need to know. But you know, messy. life lessons. Sacrifice, compromise. Like, I don't need nobody to be comparing their life to mine. But, okay, with that thought, though, and that <laughs> idea, it is the fact of marriage is fun. Like, I am married yeah. to my best friend. Yeah. The only reason why I feel like some people are bored or over it is because they either stop communicating, they are searching for their own identity, mm -hmm. they haven't even invested too much into their spouse and not enough into themselves, mm -hmm. or... um Y'all, we all really met. Y'all really had nothing in common. It was lust over love or lust over friendship, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like me and Sean, we be chilling. Like it'd be good days, and and some days I'll be like, Yeah, I wish I was single. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, but overall, I'm grateful that I am married because I think there's a season for everything. I mm -hmm. enjoy singleness, it was cool, it was whatever. But singleness don't keep me warm at night, yeah. right? Yep. No, that's <laughs> right. Real. I think singleness you don't it. understand, yeah. you know, my vulnerabilities. Yeah. Um, singleness, singleness, it helped me to grow, but marriage helps me to grow in a different way. Nah, for sure. So, yeah, what about, yeah. No, 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 you good. She getting me because, y'all, I, I was already breaking one of our rules that we, we had a fight about, <laughs> which is on podcasting and looking at a text message. But, like, I think the real reason sometimes, too, that, and I can say on the men's side that people, men may feel that way is because a lot of men don't come into marriage being clear about what they want mm. to do or some things they want to continue, right? With me, a big thing is ministry, right? Another big thing for us was travel. Mm -hmm. So, like, after we got a, was a year into marriage, we probably traveled the most between... 
when we got engaged and the first year after we got married. COVID. Um, no, that was the second year. Oh, yeah, yeah, second Technically. Year. Uh, uh, however it works. Yeah. That, that was when the first year actually hit one. Right. Right, going into the second year. But, like, we went to Chicago. We went to the DR for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. We went to Canada before we got married, right? Because for us, we both like to do things, right. and we were in a good financial space. I think sometimes people come into marriage, and, and y'all, it's a hot take, so if you're upset, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. They come into marriage and immediately think, it's time for me to have a kid. Mm. And not to downplay that, no, no, but that's, that's a financial. Life, that's, life. That's, that's what you want to do. But that's a financial investment. Mm-hmm. So it comes with a sacrifice. You, like it's gonna be harder for you to even travel, even if you have the means to do it, because you may need a babysitter. Yeah, but then also right? people are coming in as like, I'm. I still need to know who this person is. I knew mm-hmm. who he was mm-hmm. in my singleness, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, like we weren't living together, and so yeah, now like sure. I see this man naked. Right, yeah. physically, look mentally, good, spiritually, too. you know, all, all right, mm. some of it look like it. It's know. whatever. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and because mm-hmm. I am learning somebody, that's different. But then, two, it is balancing time by myself versus time with my spouse. Mm-hmm. Right? If I feel like I have to do everything with shot, that's not fun. If For I feel sure. like I don't get to do nothing with shot, that's not fun. For so sure. it's finding a good balance and spending time together, too. Yeah, and I think it's attention. Like, you have to have relationships outside of marriage. But at the same time, I think sometimes you have to have goals in marriage mm-hmm. that you want to do together. If you're looking and you get married or you've been married and y'all ain't excited about something that y'all wanted to do together, but you're excited about things you want to do with everybody else, mm-hmm. you outside of that balance, right? And then... Yeah, your your spouse has a right to be like, yo, like, did, what did we get married for? Yeah. If you don't ever want to actually spend time together, like, do you like being around me? <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to ask those questions. We had to. Yeah, he We're had like, to ask you that. Yeah, he so really did. I done moved. I done changed my career path. I done I dropped mean, yeah, my yeah. church. Like, <laughs> these people over here love me. They love us some shine. Nah, you know. What about you? What about you? Uh, But uh, it wasn't even that. It just was, you know, where do we find the balance? Mm -hmm. And also, and that's the part where I think people feel like they get tied down because I don't want to have to ask for permission. You're not asking for permission. Ironically, if you get kidnapped, this should be the first person coming to look for you. So you (laughs) might want to tell them where you was at. I had to learn that too, y'all. It was definitely hard. (laughs) And and me and Shaw, we have a, right now, trusting relationship, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't be checking with him. He don't be checking with me. But we are open. Like, hey, I got this going on this weekend. Or, hey, I'm about to do this. Like, don't wait up. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. be on the lookout for me. You know? But Mm -hmm. um, it is, you're right. You have to find the balance. Like, Mm -hmm. or else... And the other thing, too, that you're not... And welcome back to the Black Men Sidebar Podcast. Um, So we're going to wrap up this episode. But I just wanted to talk through with you guys and um, share some resources that have been really helpful to me and Erica. Um, One of them being uh, a book called The Mingling of Two Souls. Um, We read that really early. Another book called D.A. Horton. Um, Enter the Ring. We actually um, gave that book out to some uh, some mutual friends. And um, the last one is one I'm reading right now. It's called The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller. Um, just big on giving out some resources to give some additional content and some support as we've only been married for a little while. But 
we've had a lot of life go on both before and after our marriage um and we just love to laugh through the pain sometimes so enjoy the podcast and see you guys next week as we wrap up the shifting from me to we um short mini series we've been working through